Hello, and welcome to Global Data Themes Instant Insights. At Global Data, we define a theme as something that keeps a CEO awake at night, as businesses that invest in important themes will succeed, and those that don't will fail. Hello, and welcome back to Instant Insights. I'm Sarah Coop, and today I'll be chatting to Rob Stoneman, who is Services Director for the UK Public Sector Team at Global Data. And we'll be talking about their recent annual market sizing and forecasts. Hi, Rob. How are you doing? Hi. Yeah, really good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Not too bad. So, Rob, just to start with, could you tell us about uh, the market sizing and forecasts and just how you come to your final figures? Yeah, sure. So basically, this is one of the key data sets that we have um, on, on the UK public sector side. Uh, it, and it's unique in the sense that we build this effectively from the ground up. So uh, over, over the course of the year, we send out thousands of, of Freedom of Information Act requests to public sector organisations, asking them effectively to break down what they spend on various technology areas um, across the year. Uh, we gather that information and then we use that with historic information because you know, unfortunately you don't always get information back from everybody um, how, despite the fact that they're meant to send it back. Um, we take that all together, we can model it out with, with, with previous years spend, we can compare it to, to other um, uh, data that we have around the size of the market and then get a, a solid and we, we think you know, pretty accurate view of, of, of how big the UK public sector tech market is and then we can use that obviously to project out um, for our, our five-year forecasts. Ideal so could you tell us about the public sector uh, technology market for 21 and 2022 and which yeah. technologies I guess benefited from the most growth and which received spending cuts compared to last year? Yeah sure so at the moment, our, our latest figures for, for the last full financial year indicate it's a market that's breached the, the, the £20 billion um, uh, mark. So uh, I won't go through to the full figure, but it's about £20.1 billion. And that compares to, to £19.8 billion for the, for the year previous to that. So, so just to confirm, this is, this is covering all IT or ICC goods and services, including ICT staff as well. And, that, and that's an important point to mention because staff take up around a quarter of, of that total. So if you take that out, it's a market that's worth around £14.7 billion. So, you know, when we look at kind of some of the areas that have, have grown, it's uh, as we've seen in, in previous years, it, it's spending on cloud that's that, that swelled the most. And, and we saw that grow um, by something like um, 29 percent um, in, in, in the last uh, financial year compared to the year before that. Um, we've also seen spending on, on services and IT staff, as I, as I just mentioned, which is also growing by around 10 percent each compared to the previous year as well. Uh, there are some areas that have, have fallen um, correspondingly. So spending on, on telecom services and hardware fell by around 10% and 5% respectively as well. And, and some of this, you know, it, it makes sense considering the existing spending priorities of, of, of public sector organisations. So, uh, I mean, the, there's a general shift towards moving things into the cloud, not just in public sector, but, but generally... Um, across uh, private sector as well, but it's definitely an area that, that the UK public sector has continued to, to become more confident in. Um, and again, a lot of the spending on services as well will include some, some of that cloud spending as well. So that I think it's the cloud side that's really sort of pushing the, the growth there as well. 
Uh, and again, with, with, with ICT staff, there is has continued to be a, a big shortage of, of, um, of, of suitable um, candidates for um, digital and data roles across public sector, mainly driven by the fact that the, the private sector has been so competitive, despite recent layoffs that have yeah. been <laughs> In the news, it's it's still you know comparatively speaking, it, it's very difficult for public sector organisations to offer the sorts of um, paying conditions that that private sector organisations can offer. So a lot of the people that are working in public sector in IT, they're there because they really do believe about what they're doing. You know, it's not just they've been attracted by the <laughs> by the, the the pay and the conditions. Mm. So mm. so they're, they're they're the main areas. I mean, there's a few others you know within that, but we can we can probably delve into that in a, in, in due course. No, no, that that sounds brilliant. Thank you. It's really interesting to hear about things like, yeah, cloud spend and um, how the proportion that um, jobs make up of that market size. Um, So my next question is, uh, did COVID-19 affect ICT spend? Are you um, starting to see recovery or is kind of spending at lower levels in real terms? Uh, Be interesting to hear, particularly around jobs and things like that as well. Yeah, so in terms of the impact of COVID nineteen, it, it it's been really su- fairly subtle to be completely okay. honest, um, and a lot of that is down to the fact that whereas obviously private businesses might have some real you know uh, some real big problems because of the fact that people were not able to go out and, and you know go to bars or go to to, to shops or to, to you know make it more difficult to buy certain goods and services obviously public public services had to continue and did continue through in the you know throughout the pandemic obviously that we all know about the amazing work that NHS has done but you know added on top of that the work that local councils were, were doing to support with social care and to continue to run sort of major local public services as well throughout the pandemic I mean none of that stopped even though there were big differences in how um, certain public sector workers were working, obviously, with many starting to work remotely um, during the pandemic and, and some still still doing so. So in terms of spending, it didn't really make a massive difference. There were some areas that, that saw increased spending uh, and, you know, there were sort of areas like spending on notebooks and, and servers on sort of on-premise servers and mainframes, which saw highs in um, in financial year 2020-21. And a lot of that is just as as organizations were kind of beefing up their their on-premise digital infrastructure during that period but you know those areas have returned back to where we kind of would have expected them um Mm. before before the pandemic as well so moving on to some of your forecasts now what do you forecast ict spend to be within the uk public public sector over the next five years well, we, we think it's going to be pretty stable um, mm-hmm. in the sense we don't think the, the annual growth rate is going to, to, to change a lot compared to where it's been. So um, the annual growth rate for the past five years has been around 1.6%. Um, we anticipate that's going to continue at the moment. Um, we do know that obviously with a five-year forecast that go looking forward that that will um, bring into the play the uh, the change or potential change of government in um the end of or sometime in 2024 early 2025 mm. so yeah that's a massive spanner in the works for anyone looking to do a forecast because <laughs> we'd end up with the first change in at least politically the first change in government since um since uh, 2010 um mm. if you if you're including the the coalition government as being kind of you know sort of conservative dominated yeah. So yeah, that that will potentially mean that we're going to obviously have to to readjust um, how things um, go because generally, 
when it comes to to how much public sector organizations spend on IT, there is obviously it is related to, to what their general funding is um, as well. Um, and, and, and when we look at sort of areas that in the sort of past five years that have that have continued benefited the most, um, it's been areas like healthcare, uh, which obviously were is an area that was spared some of the worst austerity measures um, that were in place for for the past the past decade. Yeah, and I guess that's relative to other parts of the public sector that um, haven't received the same level of growth and how uh, healthcare is the only major market to actually see real-term growth in tech in this period, according to the figures in Global Data's latest revenue and forecast report. Um, How do you think this will work going forward? What do you think is going to happen? How that sort of plays out looking forward, um, you know, it will depend a lot on on what the funding arrangements are uh, when we get to to that new government, whether it's um, Labour or whether it's Conservative. Can I ask in terms of um, so growth at was it one point? It's one one point six percent in the past five years, and that we, we we've got that as the as our forecast growth rate um, moving forward, which sure. which effectively means the market is. I mean, that's in cash terms, so the market is effectively flat. Yeah. Um, it, when we take into account inflation, we're actually seeing slight contraction compared yeah. to 16, 17. So um, in, in the current or the previous financial year, I should say that we've just released figures for uh, the markets about 3% smaller in, in 2016, 17 prices. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it's actually fallen slightly. I mean, it's not a huge, huge amount. And again, you know, with um, some of the gains of the, uh, of the autumn spending review, pointing in the direction that that public services will get more money uh, in in the, in the next couple of years that 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 could um some of that could be reversed but then obviously you've got to then take into account uh the impact of inflation and the, the current cost of living crisis driven by the war in ukraine so that's eaten into some of those gains um mm. as well so hence why at the moment we don't think things are going to change particularly for the uh, the foreseeable future but then obviously bear in mind that we do have a potential change of government coming down the line as well and that will that mm-hmm. will inevitably affect um affect what happens yeah it's a tough one you can't really i guess obviously there's opinion polls but you can't really say what's going to happen and how that will translate into your forecast but no that was really interesting thank you um for explaining that um, and so my next question is, again, on that kind of uh, forecasting what's going to happen in the next five years. So which technology areas will receive the most growth? Things like, I guess, do you expect cloud and um, IT staff to continue to receive more growth? Yeah, well, I mean, we can say, you know, pretty pretty certainly that cloud is going to continue to be the big, big growth area um, for, for for the coming years. Uh, and you know, to, to the point that you know, I was looking back at our, our our previous year's numbers, and I think we actually slightly underestimated how how much we thought it was going to grow um, in this year alone. And we had it, it had it coming in slightly smaller um, compared to this year. Um, and, and so it just really does go to show how how much investment there is continuing to be in that area. Obviously, being driven mainly by um, by software as a service, although all of the areas across the the sort of you know, infrastructure and, and, and platform as well is 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 certainly growing. So we're going to see similar trends um, with cloud and it's expected to grow. Um, are there any other areas that you expect to grow over the next five years? There's going to continue to be investment in areas like cybersecurity, particularly around security software. So as a line, we've got that growing um, in, in, in uh, at a rate of around 15% per year. Um, 
at the moment, so at least in the last year, I should say, uh, compared to 2020-21. Um, it was growing around 10% in the, uh, over the, uh, each year over the past five years. Um, and you mentioned staff, and yeah, we, we, we do expect IT staff to continue to be uh, a growth area. And a lot of this is mainly down to the fact that historically, a lot of public sector organizations, when you go back sort of 20, 25 years, they, they, they used to outsource quite a lot of, um, a lot of their IT and, and business processes. Um, you do still have a lot of outsourcing across public sector, but one of the big trends we've seen, particularly in the past sort of seven, eight years over the last decade has been a lot of those big, big agreements have been broken up. Um, some have been areas of that have been brought back in house. Um, you know, obviously there is it, it, politically, it's a bit of a hot potato, particularly when you think back to the, um, the collapse of, of, um, companies like Carillion, uh, and, and, you know, other, other companies that, um, that have been in the news for, for, for some of the outsourcing deals that they have in public sector and, you know, whether, whether rightly or wrongly that has been, Sort of seen as a bit of a political hot potato. So um, mm. many organisations, public sector, have, have, have brought areas uh, of that back in house. And so, obviously, as part of that, you then got to you've got the responsibility of having the staff internally to have to manage those functions that, that have been brought in and that are no longer outsourced. So, I think we're going to continue to see staff as a, as a real focus area um, for, for for public sector. Brilliant. Um, well, thank you very much, Rob, for those instant insights. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And from us in the thematic intelligence team, see you next time.